0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe tested positive for COVID or Omicron and is self-isolating at home. We've heard that news earlier in the week. The Premier said, we do not get through Omicron with lockdowns. We played that clip for you. And the Premier added, there are many other things we can do and should do to protect ourselves and those around us. Premier, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Roy. I'm uh, spending a few days at home here, um, very little to, to virtually no symptoms, and I, I think I can attribute that to, uh, I was fortunate enough to, to have both of my vaccines, so I'm fully vaccinated, plus I had the, the booster over a couple of weeks ago, so I'm uh, feeling pretty good, thanks.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that. When, when I found out that you tested positive, I had to go and have a test on as well. I thought, well, I better check it out and, and watch that little line develop, Unfortunately fortunately for me it was negative, so... Yeah, it's it's important that we do this and that we test. And and this brings us to what I want to talk to you about out of the gate. You have said that lockdowns are not the answer, and uh, that Saskatchewan has not forced lockdowns and other restrictions on, on people in your province. So talk to us, please, about what, what you're thinking there is. Why not? And you've stated that, um, and you posted to social media that there are other ways to combat Omicron. Let's talk about that.
1: Well, first of all, uh, with respect to Omicron, which is a very different variant than what we were dealing with here a few months ago in Saskatchewan in the in the Delta variant, and what a, a few other provinces had some significant uh, underlying Delta numbers as they went into their Omicron uh, wave. Um, Omicron is different. Uh, it's different in the case numbers. Um, it's different in, in, obviously, its transmissibility, um, but it's also different in the rate of hospitalization that it uh uh, that that results from uh, being infected uh, with with Omicron, and so you know what we're seeing in, in other areas around the world, and, and and even now in Canada, is that when you in, when you approach Omicron in the same way that we may have approached Delta or the UK variant or the original uh, COVID strain, uh, it seems to spread anyway. Um, and we're seeing uh, you know large numbers uh, outstripping the testing capacity that we have uh, across this nation, uh, regardless of where. Uh, you are with uh, your public health public health recommendations. And, and actually some of the provinces now we're seeing uh, with some of the most stringent um, measures in place actually, um, in turn have have some of the higher hospitalization rates uh, as well so there's there's other tools that we have uh, we've learned over the course of the last two years i i think we've all learned over the course of the last two years um, and we need to adapt as uh, as this virus adapts well, we need to continue to you know encourage vaccination um, we have rapid tests available in this nation at an increasing level we're fortunate in saskatchewan where we have uh, Broad access to, to rapid tests, and that's how I identified, uh, um, you know, my positive uh, uh, prognosis. And we should use those. Um, we should use those on a regular basis uh, to, you know, identify and to self-isolate as, as soon as possible.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I knew who was going to criticize you before I even looked for the stories. I knew who was going to write about you in a critical way. It seemed to me that what you were doing made uh, certainly made sense to me. Uh, look, you've had major increases in Omicron cases in Saskatchewan, but that's happened elsewhere as well in many other provinces. So, And you just you just mentioned that some of the provinces where – or some parts in Canada of the provinces where they have more stringent measures like lockdowns uh, and, and in Quebec, a curfew. But the numbers, uh, the infection numbers, uh, are, are not all that different. In fact, they are per capita, as far as I can tell, some of the hospitalization numbers from other provinces are greater than they are in Saskatchewan.
1: Yeah, they they most certainly are, and increasing at a at a at a greater rate. And and listen, the the numbers are, the the numbers have really outstripped uh, the capacity uh, across Canada, and and likely in many cases across North America. But we are fortunate to have uh, these at home rapid testing kits. But the hospitalizations is is what ultimately matters and, and omicron is a very very different variant than the delta variant the delta variant had uh it was very challenging uh, in the way not only hospitalizations but more particularly in in the icu uh, levels that we saw in saskatchewan and that uh, other provinces have seen as well but you, you know here here we are in saskatchewan today and our, our icus if we go back compare to december 21st which was uh, the date that a, a number of provinces really imposed uh, some heavier restrictions and you compare Saskatchewan to, to other jurisdictions, our, our hospitalizations are up some in Saskatchewan, about 65%. Um, that's all COVID hospitalizations, not just the ones due to COVID. Um, so we're up about 65%. But when you look at, at some other provinces like uh you know, Ontario, for instance, they're, they're up about 750%. And um, uh, Quebec, uh, up close to 700% in their in their hospitalizations. And so, you know, it's it's very challenging what is happening in those uh, jurisdictions. And you pile on top of that, of course, uh, people in our healthcare system that are self-isolating and not able to, to, to offer uh, the services that we need. It becomes even, even more challenging. But uh, I think it shows that... Uh, in you know in in very vivid form that omicron is a very very different variant and it needs to be approached uh, very differently than than the original delta or the delta uh, variant that we uh, have been dealing with over the course of the last number of months.
0: Premier Mo, is there a tension among premiers on dealing with omicron from a public health perspective is there tension perhaps with the with the prime minister who seems to feel through his uh, federal health minister that it's going to be necessary for provinces that would include you to to uh, exercise mandates
1: yeah and no I, I, well when it, when the federal health minister says something like that i would say that that likely creates uh, some tension for some provinces Saskatchewan won't be uh, putting in place uh, you know an absolute vaccine mandate or a vax tax uh, for for that measure i don't even know legally if if, uh, you know, a province would be able to do that. I'm fairly certain, and we've been checking that the federal government wouldn't be able uh, to do that, nor uh, do they have any place uh, really in uh, outside of supporting uh, the provincially run healthcare systems uh, that we have uh, in, in this nation. And, and, and they need to increase their support through the Canada Health Transfer, and that's been broadly uh, discussed and asked for by by all 13 premiers. But I, I would say no, there isn't tension, uh, most certainly among the premiers. Um, We've been speaking virtually weekly for over two years now, uh, you know, sharing what's working, uh, sharing what is uh, challenging, and and sharing our our specific uh, situations, and uh, you know, trying to navigate this as best we can in our respective jurisdictions. What, what's what's ha- we also have to understand what's happening in Canada today is. Um, the same today, but over the course of the last month or so, and and, and what is resulting in, in some of the hospitalization rates we see is is a, a mix of uh, two strains. Uh, you know, Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba um, had significant Delta numbers going into uh, their Omicron wave. Uh, Saskatchewan uh, and, and Alberta, I think, were came. We had our Delta wave a little earlier. Uh, we had our numbers uh, down uh, quite low when the Omicron wave hit, and were predominantly. Uh, virtually all omicron cases here in saskatchewan now and so you know our approach could be a little different uh, than other provinces due to that but i think as we move forward uh, all provinces are, are virtually all omicron uh, strains as well and and i think uh, we need to treat uh, the omicron strain in, in a very different way than we did uh, the delta strain and we need to work to keep uh, keep our, our communities open keep our you know the consequences of lockdowns and staying out of school to, to keep our, our our children, our youth, in a position where you know things are as can be as normal as possible.
0: Yeah, you you had the kids go back to school on schedule. Uh, Most of the other provinces a week later, Ontario sending the kids to school tomorrow, where the snowstorm isn't going to stop things. May I ask you just something else? One other question. We've talked a lot in the last 24 hours, and we will still continue today to have opinions and and thoughts on this cross-border trucker vaccine mandate and it uh, kicking in the middle of January. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, what a schmauzel uh, to begin with. You know, the federal government had taken a position that they were going to be this vaccination mandate would be in place, um, which is a tremendous challenge to the trucking industry that I would put forward uh, has been, uh, you know, a staple in providing our our goods throughout the last two years. Um, You know, even in some of the most challenging times and some through some of the most severe lockdowns, our Our truckers continued to cross that border and do so safely, even previous to vaccines being being available and so i Saskatchewan disagreed with the original position, which was uh, then the day before it was to be implemented was rescinded and then a few hours later in that day they rescinded the rescinding of uh, what was a, a wrong decision to begin with to return to uh, the the what we thought was a a mistaken uh, policy direction. um you know listen, as i said our our, our transport drivers, our, our truckers, uh, and I've spoken to many of them from Saskatchewan, they have uh, conducted themselves safely. They've been there when we need them. And I, I would say we most certainly need them in the weeks and months ahead as we see you know, interruptions in supply chain uh, due to people that will be self-isolating due to floods uh, in, in British Columbia and on our west coast. Uh, we need our truckers now more than ever and so Saskatchewan has uh, disagreed with this position from uh, when it was first introduced but what a what a in, in the last day of implementation so it's it's disappointing and it isn't going to help uh, you know the, the broader challenge that we're going to have coming out of omicron which is supply chain uh, access and and inflationary pressures
0: if you want to hear more subscribe to the Roy Green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever